All right, guys, a lot of dads lose their cool when they're parenting. And we yell because it feels like it's the only way for our kids to listen to us. But we almost always regret it. So if you wish you had a better way to put your foot down, you want to download the new podcast roadmap. We went back, found the 10 episodes that are going to train you to stop losing your temper. You listen to them in order, you let the lesson sink in, and within 10 days, you're going to start to be that calm, level-headed guy that your wife and kids respect. So head to thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. It's simple to use, it's free, and everyone in your house is going to be better for it. Thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. This is the Durable Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Geary. This show will give you the skills and the tools you need to be a rock-solid man for your work, your community, and most importantly, your family. All right, what's up, guys? Episode number two, the Durable Dad Podcast. Today, I am going to teach you a tool that you can use to take action in your life. So this is deliberate action, being intentional with our time, with our energy. So think completing projects that are priorities. We want to focus on tasks that are going to move us forward and your business forward. If we want to hit health goals or savings goals, having patience with our kids, communicating with our wives, This tool, it's called the thinking cycle, and it's a framework to show us why we behave the way we do. So when guys start to see this, everything starts to click, starts to make sense. We start to see why we procrastinate and why we flip out on our kids sometimes. I first came across the thinking cycle when I was stuck in my career, didn't really have much direction. I was looking to make a career move. We had our one-year-old daughter, and this tool really helped me get clear on what my goals were, how to manage my time. It showed me what was in my control and what was outside of my control. So super powerful. Let's run through what it is, and then we'll see how we can put it to use. So the thinking cycle is three parts, our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Very simply, the thoughts that we have create the emotions that we feel, and those emotions fuel the actions that we take. I'm going to dive into each one of these, and this cycle is a tool that's used in cognitive behavioral therapy. It's where it was first developed, and now just in mindset, thought work, it's a really powerful framework. So what are thoughts? Thoughts are sentences that go through our heads. They are optional. They're perspectives. They're different from facts. And what is actually happening in the brain, I'm not a neurologist or a neuroscientist, but we have these neurons in our brain and in our nervous system, and when they fire together, they create thoughts. And those thoughts create emotions. So the next part of the thinking cycle, emotions, they are feelings, annoyed, frustrated, sad, happy, disappointed. Our emotions 
usually are happening neck down. They are feelings in our body like getting the kick to the gut or a broken heart. These are vibrations that we feel. So what's happening here are the neurons that are firing in our brain, creating thoughts, send a chemical reaction down our nervous system and into our body. That chemical reaction creates our emotions. And according to the thinking cycle, the thoughts in our brain create our emotions and our emotions fuel our actions. So actions are working out, completing tasks on your to-do list, delegating, communicating. Others are scrolling on your phone, raising your voice, being silent, shutting down in conversation, right? Depending on how we're feeling, what emotions we're having, they're fueling these different kinds of actions. You know that when you're completing tasks, you're feeling focused, and that's one kind of energy. When you're scrolling on your phone through Instagram, you're feeling distracted or zoned out, a different type of emotion. So these are all actions. Another type of action is overthinking, ruminating on the past or worrying about the future. Those are actions as well. So thinking cycle, our thoughts in our brain create our emotions in our body, and those emotions fuel the actions that we take or the inactions that we don't take, like procrastinating and not doing work. So what we're looking at here with the thinking cycle is if we want to start creating new habits, breaking old habits, going after some goals, instead of just focusing on the actions, we have to go upstream and look at our thoughts and our emotions. And those are going to be the powerful ways to change our actions. All right, so I'm going to give an example of a guy I was working with, and we'll call him John. And when John and I started working together, he wanted to stop arguing with his son. He was short-tempered and getting into these arguments that he didn't want to get into, and we were working on changing that action. So we dove into one incident, and it was a Tuesday night dinner, just a normal family dinner. Everyone's eating and John's son gets up from the dinner table and walks away and everyone else is still eating. John asks his son to sit back down. His son said he's done with dinner and John raises his voice. He yells at his son, sit down right now. And when his son sits back down, dinner progresses, but it's in that awkward silence where John's trying to smooth things over and the kids are just silent and it's not the result that John wanted. What was the thinking cycle going on here? John's actions were asking his son to sit back down and then raising his voice to get his point across. There were thoughts and emotions that happened before he took those actions. And when we dove in, the thoughts were he's being disrespectful. And that thought was making John feel frustrated. His son got up from the table and John thought he's being disrespectful. He started to feel frustrated and that emotion created his actions to raise his voice. Now, the first step in changing and shifting our thinking cycles are acknowledging and separating out thought from fact. A fact is something that we can all agree on, and a thought is an opinion, an optional sentence in our head. The fact in this incident was that the son got up from the dinner table and not everybody was finished eating. If anyone was standing in the room, we could all observe that fact. The thought is he's being disrespectful. 
That's John's interpretation and opinion of the fact. So we looked at other incidences. His son had a super messy room. There were clothes all over the floor. Clothes all over the floor, fact. He's a slob. He has a super messy room, thoughts. Fact is his son was starting his homework at 9 p.m. Thought is that he's being irresponsible with his time. And so you can start to see that the facts were being interpreted by John as his son's doing it wrong. And that's going to create conflict. John's going to try to change his son when he thinks that he's doing it wrong. This example, as we continued to do the work and look at these examples, John started to see how critical he was being and how this critical eye was creating the arguments and was creating his actions. So once we kept doing this work, separating out thought versus fact and exploring where these thoughts are coming from, John could start to see when it was appropriate to lay off his son a little bit, where he could see his son's actions and then create this space to decide how he wanted to interpret it. This is different, separating out thought versus fact, than just telling ourselves, I'm going to stop arguing I'm going to have more patience. If we just keep telling ourselves what we need to do, it's not going to get us anywhere. This is what the thinking cycle helps us work with. Separating out the facts that happen outside the cycle with our thoughts, emotions, and actions, which we can control in the cycle. It's important to have a plan, but our thoughts and emotions are what will determine whether we execute that plan or not. So, This brings me to managing our minds. The first step to working on mindset is just noticing what our brain is thinking, noticing these habitual thinking patterns we have. And a great way to do this is thought dumps, taking those typical thoughts that we have through the day. I got a lot going on right now. Work is crazy. Everyone needs something from me. The new blinds need to be hung up. All those things. I'll never get it done. Whatever's running through your head, we're going to dump it out. And what it looks like is putting it on paper. So pen to paper, write your thoughts or pull up a blank screen on your computer and type them up. Just stream of consciousness what you're thinking. This is going to help us learn about ourselves and help us start to control our actions instead of reacting to old patterns. Now, a lot of the dudes that I work with will have a little hesitancy putting pen to paper or typing it up on their computer screen. I have found that that is the most powerful way to start doing mindset work. However, if you're listening to this and you're like, no way, I'm not going to try these thought dumps. That's just not how I roll. Try talking out loud to yourself. It's another way to get thoughts out of your head and into the ether, giving them some space to clear your head of these thoughts. And you can do that on a walk. You can do that in your car or sitting at your desk. Talk out loud to yourself. Just say the thoughts that are coming through your head. Because we're rarely aware of these first two parts of the thinking cycle. 95% of the time, our thoughts and emotions are running in our subconscious, meaning we're not aware that they're happening, which is kind of crazy because that means that The actions that we're taking 95% of the time are running on old patterns, old subconscious thoughts and emotions. And if we do that all the time, we're never going to change our actions. We're just going to keep doing the same actions if we keep thinking the same thoughts and feeling the same feelings. So to start being intentional and proactive 
These thought dumps are an awesome way to kick off this work. All right, recap. We talked about the thinking cycle. I'm going to say it one more time, even though I've said it a lot. Thoughts create emotions. Emotions fuel our actions. Instead of working our way out of problems, we can go upstream and focus on the thoughts and the emotions. That's how we change the actions. And thought dumps are the quickest path to starting to do this work. All right, guys, that's it for today. That is how you start taking the action to be the example you want to be for your kids. See you guys on the next episode.